This is Universe. Everyday Heroes, the series that covers the more informational education uh, stuff. Sure. We're going to take another walk down memory lane, so let's get started. Hello everybody, my name is Rob. This is Everyday Heroes, the series that covers um, nice. the series that covers the educational topics at hand. Today we're taking a throwback to excuse me. Excuse me. We are gonna talk about some things from the 80s that you may or may not remember. And if we do make you feel old, well, sorry about that. First off, we have those Just Say No commercials. Just Say No movement was one of part of the US government's effort to revisit and expand the war on drugs. But as with more, most anti-drug initiatives, Just Say No, which became a phrase, evoked both support and criticism from the public. Now back in, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> Excuse me. Excuse me. Now, back in the. <coughs> okay, I think I'm good now. So, back in the day, we had a lot more issues with more hardcore drugs. We're not going to get into that stuff because that is not really for the thing. But Reagan, who was president along with his wife Nancy, decided to take down that start there um the war on drugs was what it was called under nixon they changed it to just say no in 86 he uh reagan signed the anti-drug abuse act the law allotted 1.7 billion to find the war on drugs and establish mandatory minimum prison sentence for specific drug offenses during the years prison penalties for drug crimes skyrocketed and this trend continued for many years in fact the number of people incarcerated for non-violent drug offensive went from 50,000 in 1980 to more than 400,000 in 1997. The phrase became so common that it might have lost its touch and definitely lost its touch by this point in time where we're at. But Nancy Reagan did travel the country, going around, doing TV, public, schools, all that stuff to teach kids who were kind of the ones they were focused on to don't get into any of that. Now, this translated into the D.A.R.E. program and those who are California natives, possibly elsewhere. You remember D.A.R.E., Drug Abuse Resistance Education but I believe it also had a tagline, which maybe it'll say, I'm not sure. But in 1983, the chief of the LA Police Department, Daryl Gates, started this program. Um, oh, Dare to Don't Take Drugs or something like that. I forgot what it was. Uh, this pro uh, program still exists today. They uh, pair students with local police officers in an effort to reduce uh, drug use, gain ownership, and violence. Students learn about the dangers of it and are required to take a pledge to stay away from drugs and gangs. DARE has been implemented in about 75% of U.S. school districts. Okay, so it is uh, countrywide. Despite the program's popularity, several studies have shown that DARE has very little impact. Shocker there. Um, in 2001, the Surgeon General said that it was an effective primary prevention programs. Okay, then. So since then, uh, there have been many different ways of trying to go about it. Um, most of the time, um, certain situations, depending on certain areas you live in, 
certain um, uh, community and certain um, or how much money you're making. Um, unfortunately, it seems to be a big business worldwide, and it's not just in America, it's everywhere. But we can say that at the least, maybe, they tried to do something. Now, thanks to the History Channel for that. Um, Okay, never mind. Thought I saw something else there, but that was it. Okay, so going from one end to the other, other end of the spectrum, how about cabbage patch kids? Which some could say you have to be. No, I'm just kidding. So, cab cabbage patch kids, the website is still up, cabbagepatchkids.com. You can still buy your unique match. These guys got started. We have a history. All right, um, there's a very big story about this, apparently. I don't know if this story is going to do with anything. Let's, um, okay, so 1976, a 21-year-old art student named Xavier Roberts rediscovered needle molding, a German technique for fabric sculpture, sculpture combining his interest in sculpture and quilting. Passed on from his mother, Xavier creates his first soft sculpture. 1978. Dexter, um, somebody else, a different person, uh, wins a first prize ribbon in sculpture at the Oskella Art Show. Xavier begins delivering, oh, I think they just wrote it wrong. Xavier wins a first place ribbon, begins delivering his handmade Little People originals, exhibiting them at arts and craft shows, finds that many parents are happy to pay $40 adoption fee for one of his hand-signed Little People originals. Um, Dexter, who actually is his first character, contacts people, thank you, is the one that won him the award. And since then, he has created, or he created the, um, uh, uh, what we have today is Cabbage Patch Kids. In 1981, the growing success is documented by, documented by Newsweek, Wall Street Journal, The Atlanta Weekly, and many other magazines. And there are reports that earlier re-editions are re-adopting for as much as 100 times the initial adoption fee. Good God. A lot of money. By 1983, 3 million of the Cabbage Patch toys have been adopted, but demand has not been met. The Cabbage Patch Kids toy going record is the most successful new doll introduction in the history of the toy industry. In December, they are featured on the cover of Newsweek. Once again, I guess. In 1985, Cabbage Patch Kids joined the Young Astronaut Program with Christopher Xavier, becomes the first Cabbage Patch Kid to journey on the U.S. space shuttle. In 1992, they joined the Olympics. They traveled with the athletes to Barcelona and stayed behind as friends for life with patients at a local children's hospital. In 2000, the first Cabbage Patch Kids stamp goes on sale in January. In 05, the Toy Industry Association selected the Cabbage Patch brand as the finalist in the 2005 Toy of the Year Award and in the Property of the Year category. The 16-inch Cabbage Patch Kids manufactured by OAA Licensee Playalong Toys was also finalist in the Girl Toy of the Year category. The industry's version of the Oscars gives toy manufacturers recognition for um, and, and, and the deserve for all of the products that they create. In 09, Cabbage Patch officially moved uh, 
uh, into their new home in November with over 70,000 square feet of space and featuring a magic crystal tree where guests can watch a live delivery of a Cabbage Patch Kid. Open daily to the public with no admission fee. You can check the calendar on their website for special events. Um, 2018, finally, the little people in Cabbage Patch celebrate 40 years of adoption in Cleveland, Georgia. That's a lot of info for a doll. So what are we at? We go from 1976 all the way to 2018 with 40 years. That's a long time. Um, obviously, since then, the ownership has moved on from the original who um, passed away and now is still apparently one of the biggest doll toy makers around. Um, that's probably more info than anybody needed to know. But hey, you know, they are one of the most popular toys. They still are. And I'm sure if it's on anybody's Christmas birthday or just general I want list, they're going to keep making them. So how was that trip down memory lane? We learned some history. We learned some toys. But overall, we had some fun. As always, guys, if you haven't yet, please subscribe YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. Thanks to everybody who joined us live. If you haven't, you can pick us up there. Hit that subscribe. Hit that bell. Today, we have another awesome episode of Alt Universe Live. It, excuse me. If you like Pokemon, you'll love this episode. Stay tuned for that. Until then, have a wonderful day. 